Happy Friday, theater lovers. This week's guest is Eve Vitrios. I'm so sorry, I'm sure I said that wrong. We talk about Eve's personal strategy to the roles she takes in theater, the hazards of taking prop work home, why a big heart leads to an excess in cats, and so much more. Eve is an absolute delight of a human, sweet, modest, thoughtful, and has an adorably infectious laugh. On with the show. Well, here we go. I'm already, I got butterflies that I'm going to say, say the name wrong. So welcome, Eve well, Vitrios, kind of, did I almost? Just sorry, Vitrios. Eve, Vit, uh, what? Vitrios. Vitrios. Oh my gosh. It's such a yeah. cool name, but I'm sure I butchered it. I'm so sorry. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Absolutely delighted to have you here. <laughs> so there is a little game here that um, Brent Wilkinson gifted to the show. It's a little icebreaker. We'll start with that before I forget it because that happens a lot. Um, basically, it's like a which which option would you prefer type deal, and then you, you need to tell me why. Um, first, you need to pick red or blue. You don't have to tell me why you prefer red or blue, but that's where we'll begin. Okay. Uh, red. Ooh, spicy. Not everybody. Most people pick blue. I love it. Okay. okay. So, which one would you prefer? To surf in shark-infested waters or have a snake in your toilet? Uh, definitely surf in shark-infested waters. Okay. And, and and we're de we're not a snake person. Is that uh... my bullet? That's like that's horrifying. It's like you're half awake at three in the morning and you go pee, and that's just a nightmare. No thanks. I'll take my chances in the ocean with the shark. I'll do that. You know, so I'm a librarian, and there was a not at my branch, thank God, but one of the other branches one of the librarians went to the bathroom and there was a, a garden garden snake or whatever coming out of the toilet. And, uh, and she took pictures of it or somebody took pictures of it. And she was telling me the story later and she was like, the branch was full of people. And I, I was like swearing and I'm a grown ass woman. I can effing do this i can get this effing snake out of this effing toilet and i'm like no there's not a chance so now it's so funny that you say that you know three in the morning and you're you're going to have a tinkle i check the toilet i check yes. the toilet always whether i'm at home <laughs> can you imagine oh it is it has happened more than it's happened quite often, so I always check. I'm sorry. I don't care. That might be a paranoid thing. I don't care. Uh, paranoid means you don't get a snake bite in the tushy, so <laughs> I think that's a good paranoia. <laughs> so, okay, well, now that we got that out of the way, uh, so are you a surf surfer? Do you surf? No, not at all. But I'll take my chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kayak. I like to kayak. So I'll kayak. Can we change it to kayaking? Too yeah. funny. Too funny. So um, when we were kind of getting ready for today, you started sending me photos, which is awesome. And you were sending me photos of props. And yes. I was like, yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. Can you tell me, walk me through all of the, those beautiful, scary-ass props that you made? 
Well, the ones I sent you were from Evil Dead, mm -hmm. which I know a lot of people on your podcast have talked about that yeah. very amazing show that we put on several years ago now, directed by Trevor Morris. Um, so, yeah, Trevor uh, let me do the props, and I just had so much fun with it, and it was a real creative process, and just making the Deadite masks and the, um, Kandari, Kand I always say it wrong, Kandarian Dagger, which was like hardcore, the big Necronomicon, which was epic. I don't know. It was just a really fun show. Like, it was just, I just had a lot of fun. And everybody was having an amazing time. So, one of the best theater Sarnia shows to date. We need to, like, we need to re reprise it. We need to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Because I can't, uh, I can't think of another one that would be, well, maybe Rocky Horror that would have that same kind of cult following, but there wouldn't be the same set and prop element. Can you think of anything else that's similar to Evil Dead? I mean, that that's a, a really good comparison. Um, yeah, hmm. I would say so. Yeah, I know we could do it again. I mean, the props and the costumes, are, they, they've lived on. They're, oh, they're yeah. touring. They've been touring for years now, which is really cool to know that. So I see my giant Necronomicon and sometimes other local community theater um, productions. And it's like, oh, I really? Did that. Yeah, it's still going. So the costumes that everybody made, I, I forget really? who did the costumes. Um, but just everything that was, was done, it's all lived on. I wasn't aware of so, that. So stuff like that often floats between theaters? It depends. I mean, if Theater Sarnia is able to sell it, we can get some money back. You know, it, it was it, everything Everything was made really well. We took really good care of everything. So, yeah, we made some money back on that, which was great. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I'm sure I'm okay to say that. <laughs> Whatever. I, I made mean, some it's of that part, stuff. part of the business, right? <laughs> like, it, it, we, people go to the theater because they want it to succeed and they want to, you know... <laughs> have more money for cool props and stuff so absolutely cool. so i'm admiring you petting your kitty cat it's very oh, cute this, she's a, <laughs> she's got this weird new thing where she likes to nibble my chin oh and so if i yelp in pain i don't even know if it hurts it's more that i'm like there's teeth on my chin so well, yeah it's she's just like a, a love bite she is, yeah, love love bites, and she's a sucky little thing. If she could sit with me all day, every day, she would do that. So, anyway, uh, so with it, the book, the neck, that's the neck, neck, neck. The neck, one. Thank you. It's like that. No, okay, so what was no. that made out of? I that was made out of an old a TV box, the big one, like a big TV box, like a sixty-inch TV that I had in my house. And then, uh, like a plaster, like a liquid plaster, um, and then just paint, hmm. and a, yeah, really easy. And then I just made it so it could open, and I did that with like some paper and cardboard, and and then they projected things on it um, in front of the whole audience. But it was bigger than me, like it was ep epic. That's cool. <laughs> it was That's fun. Cool. It was fun to do that. Uh, okay, so then, yeah, on that note, like, looking at this, my trusty little spreadsheet of information, the crew seems to be where your primary involvement is in the theater. Is that is that kind of by design, or would you like to get into, onto the stage a little bit more, or? I, you know what, I kind of one of those people where I'm like, you kind of have, I want to like work my way through. Like I kind of want to earn it. If that makes any sense, okay. because I didn't really have the background. So it, it's like my own, my own journey in my own head of how I want to do it. So I try different things. So I've done a lot of different things, 
but the acting part, I just like I've just taken very small roles with very like sometimes you might I might be on stage for the whole show, but it's there's like no lines. It's more just facial expressions or movements. But I I deliberately went for that role, wanting that role to just make it what I could, but within a realm that I felt comfortable and not like I didn't want to be terrified. If that makes any sense. So like a combination of paying your dues and getting the experience and working within your comfort zone. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's lovely. It's like some work ethic stuff right there. Um, so my gosh, my, see, I get, my brain gets going faster than my mouth can keep up with because I have tons of questions. So yeah. Okay. You, you have this path for yourself in terms of where you want to go. Can you walk me through that? how that looks to you so you started out it looks like on this uh, I've got 2018 nope 2015 no nope, 2013 I think, I think it's 2013 wasn't Joseph 2013 I think oh, it's maybe. been 10 years you know I'm pretty sure this spreadsheet is the bee's knees but I am sometimes not the greatest at no worries, and I mean, it. we have all the programs. One day I could go through it all. Like, I've kept every single program from every show I've been involved in, So, but they're all in a big container. One day I'll just go through it all and, like, chronologically do that for myself. Yeah. But it was Joseph. Joseph was the – so whenever that was, I have, it's been basically nonstop, if you don't count COVID, till now. There's been seasons where I've been in almost in every show in, involved somehow, or at least been asked. Sometimes I'm asked, but I don't always say yes. Um, but yeah, I that's a quick way to burn out. <laughs> Holy doodle. Oh, I've burned out. I've burned out many times. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's easy to do. Um, so, uh, makeup. Makeup was where I started, just doing makeup for Joseph, and that was so much fun. I see that on here, makeup quite a few times, and hair assistance mm-hmm. and wardrobe. When they put hair assistant, that's a, that's a typo, because I can't do hair. <laughs> <laughs> I've told many people that, and they know that. Like, wait a minute, we need to edit this. That's a typo for sure. <laughs> no, no, it's a typo on, their, on, on many people's end. It keeps happening to me. I'm like, and I keep, I'm like, I've already told you I don't do hair. <laughs> Please don't make me. I don't want to. Too funny. <laughs> That's the universe trying to tell you, no, you're going to do yeah. the hair one of these days, whether you like it or not. Uh, trust me, it's it's never good. Someone else takes over. <laughs> like a five-year-old will walk by, and they'll know how to curl hair better than me. It's like, okay, you have it. There you go. See, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Hair is, uh, it's lost on me as well. Um, oh, God. I know how to delegate. I can delegate a team, and I can, I've done that many times where I've had many, like, you know, different students come out and things like that, and I've delegated people who've done hair, but as for doing it it's myself, it's a, it's a disaster. So you have the, the vision, but maybe not the, the execution or technique no. when it comes to. <laughs> definitely not. And I'm, and I definitely envy, we need more theater, you know, theater, Sarnia hair people. Like we need to have like a major call because it's like a really bad area for the theater. <laughs> but yeah, we almost need to start paying our hair people because it's, it is hard to get good people to stay and do that for us. And it is important for some shows, right? Yeah. I, uh, Actually, I mentioned when, before we got started that I went and got my hairs did today. And uh, Abby was actually, she helped with hair on both of the shows that I've been in. And that was why when she started her own salon, I was like, yeah, I'm there for it. Um, That's all. I think it's a great opportunity for, for hair businesses to get involved. But uh, 
they'd be working their full-time job. So it's a little tricky. They need to be paid, I think. I think it's what it's coming down to. Um, But maybe that's another conversation for another day. Uh, I mean, in a perfect world, in an ideal world, everybody would get paid in this, right? Exactly. It's such a balance of trying to, you know, not go into the red and pay who we can and I say we like I'm involved in it in any way shape or form but I get you are involved in it and you interview a lot of us and you've heard a lot of our stories and and you are a part of it because I've been in a show with you and I've seen you work and you are a part of that thank you that was uh, the pep talk I needed and I actually also thank you very much you should be co-hosting that I forgot that we had it was uh whiz that we were into in together right yes so long ago, where I did props for that, helped with set decor, and then ex- and kind of had to help out with makeup at the end because of someone else leaving, and that was fine. But yeah, so yeah, I did a lot on that. But you were amazing, my God, you were amazing. And that throne, oh, oh that throne, that was the real. That was that was, yeah. that was epic. a bunch of us uh, band together and made that that epic throne, and it was epic watching you on it. It definitely made it worth the while because that was a bitch to put together. So. <laughs> But it Tell, looked great. It did. It was like I, I, I'll never forget the first time I got wheeled out on it, and Bethany was like, "Dallas, you can't smile." And I was like, "How can I not? This is the coolest thing." <laughs> um, can you tell me about that? Tell me how about how blah, tell me about putting that chair together. It was a bunch of us, and and we just we we got I think it's called uh, I have I don't want to say it wrong. It's one. It's Euphrates or I. It's whatever's growing behind the train station in near Campbell, where we all do our our props and all that. And we kind of just gathered that up and put that around a whole wooden bench. And then there was different paint techniques and wrapping. I don't know. It was just really tedious. My hands hurt after, <laughs> um, but it looked epic after. <laughs> I mean, it almost makes sense for the you know the making of a villain's chair for the people who made it to yeah. suffer. It, yeah, definitely. There, that's wow. I never thought of it like that to right now. <laughs> Good point. <morning. laughs> Too funny. Too funny. So, um, in terms of props, we've gone through quite a few of the. What other What other props that have you worked on, or even makeup? Tell me some some stories about your experience with makeup that were were unique and. Oh man, it's like there's only so many. Like there's that you forget, right? You're just like, okay, yeah. what has been. And sometimes I tend to focus on the negative, which is not always good. Um, whereas I need to look at the positive, which I'm getting better at that. Um, singing my song there. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a hard one. In all honesty, nothing comes to mind. You watch like 20 minutes from now, something really brilliant. I'm like, why didn't I think of that right from the get-go? <laughs> I will say this. When I did Joseph, I enjoyed the bronzer and I enjoyed the eyeliner. And everybody looked so sexy with their eyeliner and their bronzer. And to this day, I remember that. So that was fun and epic. And that show was just, it just, I felt good at making everybody look so hot. <laughs> their, their sun-kissed fake skin. And I don't know, everybody rocked it. <laughs> Making me want to go to shoppers and pick up some bronzer and some eyeliner. Not that I would know what to do with it, but maybe you could help me out. Um, <laughs> it was a look, sure. It was a look for for that time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so in in Wiz, you mentioned that somebody left and that you were helping out with makeup there, kind of at the eleventh hour type deal. 
who did you end up doing makeup for? I for I don't remember. Well, the Munchkins, or the not the Munchkins. The, well, the kids were they were they the Munchkins? Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, so I don't know. Um, I think they were the Munchkins. Anyway, yeah, we're making them all glittery and fun, and it was me. Um, it was my uh, best friend April McGregor, who actually used to be our our main hair girl for the theater. Um, but she no longer is with that. And then uh, the beautiful Ashley Carlisle, who you just interviewed recently. So the three of us, we ended up all stepping up last minute and we pulled it together. Um, but it was, de- you know, it was it was definitely interesting. A lot, a lot of early mornings because you guys did school shows. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Dealing with a bunch of young kids. Um, I'm not a big kid person. I respect no. people have them. But I'm just, it's not my forte. Give me cats any day and we're good. Oh, my God. Did we um, just become best friends? I think right? we did. <laughs> disgruntled cats i can deal with like, yeah. I, can, I can you tell me you have a problem cat uh, we'll be fine yeah. i have a problem cat yeah no. <laughs> children though like oh in, in fact when you when you said the munchkins i was immediately transported back because i i didn't have much to do with my hair like i think they just yep. kind of like parted my bangs for for whiz and then like i don't even remember but it wasn't a lot but i i had to go up to the to one of the studios and they were doing all the kids hair at the same time and I remember yep. every flipping time just this feeling of dread like I gotta go <laughs> up into this room and there's just gonna be chaos and hairspray and screaming children it was a nightmare there was too many of them one day one of the children had a little bit of a meltdown I did feel bad for her and she's having this right in front of me it had nothing to do with me it was because she didn't want to be there and I'm like, have this look of like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. And I look around at April and I look around at Ashley. And Ashley just comes right out of nowhere, save the day, like look this girl in the eye and just handle the whole situation. And I'm like, now thank you to her. And was like, oh God. And then went on and did another kid. It's like, okay, back to business. Let's get this. Going. We got to get this show out. Let's go. Oh man, that's a skill. Uh... It's a skill. So I mean, um, so she did, you know, great. So whatever. Thank God she was there because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I probably would have just been frozen, would still be there right now if, if somebody hadn't. You're dealing with child actors whose parents aren't there and they're like five years old and they're not even getting paid. And, you know, it's like they don't want to be there. They don't have to be there. But unfortunately, I'm kind of like the person looking after you right now. And <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's just the way it is. So I don't do a lot of kids shows now. <laughs> But yeah. bless them. Bless. Yeah. <laughs> I have done my odd one. I'm just, the really little ones I'm not the best with. No, no, you're, <laughs> again, you're singing my song. Um, and that's the thing is, like, for, for, for the audience, the kids make it so magical. And they're so cute in their little outfits. <laughs> and, and, you know, you can see the value. But, um, yeah still alive. Yeah, like if it was my niece, oh, I might I have a niece Susie, her Susie Q is her name. She was born a, a year ago. If it was if it was her on stage, oh, I would be so proud. I'd be crying, I'd be taking videos like, you know what I mean? So I get the perspective of that. I respect that, but just not something uh, there's better people out there for that type of thing. Yeah. So. It's a <laughs> it's a skill. So that whenever they have a show that needs a lot of cats that need hair and yes. makeup, you and I will do that, and we'll do a smashing job. Yeah, 100%. On, we're on. <laughs> Where is this show? I need this show to come into my life now. We're sending that out into the world, because hot diggity. <laughs> oh, man. 
so what's uh, what's coming up for you in the in the theater world? At this time, just doing a lot with gala on the on the gala committee. Um, have you you've been to our galas, I presume? I think I've been to one so far. Yeah. Okay, so we're we're planning that one. That's going to be in June. Uh, we're kind of the theme is going to be celebration, just celebrating you know the worst back. So that's that's currently in the works and uh, currently working or helping with uh, Tarzan, helping set set painting. Uh, Natalie uh, Jackson is heading that one, and it, everything looks incredible. If you've seen any of the promo stuff so far, it looks so good. And that's coming up real quick, isn't it, Tarzan? Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh really gosh. soon. Uh, there's a couple kids in that show, isn't there? <laughs> I feel like such a bad person, just like, hee 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 hee. Like, like, oh, God, everybody that just had babies in the last few years, and they're like, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. That's why there's... I don't invite you to <laughs> there are a lot of people with babies though like the last little while it seems like that whole pandemic uh was an aphrodisiac or something well and i know a lot of of them were already kind of on that road anyway but it made sense i mean why not when you can be home with your spouse and you know i think for the for those people that wasn't maybe in a way a really even though it was a horrible time, maybe a nicer time because they kind of got to nest a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? They didn't have to be out, you know, in the grind. They could just, you know, be with their baby and, and nest, even though it was terrifying. And I'm sure giving labor in that time was not nice at all and not having family there. Like, all that is horrible. So, yeah, definitely not, you know, 50-50 on that for some people. Because I know for some people they did enjoy having to be their, with their spouse that whole time. That's a really nice way so. of putting that, actually that it would have been an, yeah. an opportunity to spend that time you wouldn't normally get at home, yeah. nesting and but, getting ready. That's lovely. I hadn't thought right? of it that way. But giving labor with a mask on, as I'm sure, as some of my friends I know did, that that's that's horrifying. That's horrible. Like you're giving late, you're you're having, you know, you should at least be able to have your mask off. At least you. But, you know, that was the rule. That's what we had to do to stay safe. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mums are so flippin' tough, though. We, you know, I admire mums in so many ways. Uh, Absolutely. In the end, that'll be a minor, a minor thing compared to all the, all the other stuff. Absolutely. Woo, here's a fun one. This is mostly just for my, my uh, benefit, because... It's one of my favorite questions. Have you ever witnessed or been a part of a major wardrobe or set malfunction? Well, I witnessed the one for the producers when the wall fell. (laughs) I don't know if you ever heard about that one. A little bit. Tell me your perspective of it. Well, I was, uh, you know, on the side of the Tunnel of Love. I was helping with with the curtains. So Catherine Forrestal was stage assistant stage manager on that side and she was directing me on the mids um and i'd also help paint a lot of the set for that as well but anyway so i was just watching it from that corner so i didn't get to see that much because most of it was you know walls but you could kind of see in between different spots so you know it fell and luckily sean and mark ben sean chapman and mark bandera got there in time and instead of them walking off stage going to the closet like they were supposed to they stayed and they made it work and but yeah, that was hilarious. And because the audience knew what had happened, everybody knew behind the scenes. We're all like, how can we fix it? People are scrambling to try to get there in time to do what they have to do. So it was a bit chaotic. 
um, from my angle, I got to watch more of the scrambling and everybody on their headsets and everybody coming over and then more people coming over. So, and I couldn't move because you're literally, I'm doing curtains. You're not allowed to move. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I just could watch the whole thing happen in front of me and just stay in my little, my little spot, you know, right against the wall. Oh, man, that would be a pretty yeah. helpless feeling. Just like, sorry, <laughs> I can't, I can't leave. So, best yeah. of luck it's to you. Yeah, it's not my job, though, and that's the one thing, you know, you have to stay put because if not, it will be pure chaos if you, you know, leave your station. Like, it doesn't run well. People, the right people will go to that spot and know what to do, right? So, huh. but yeah, it was, it was, that, was a, that was a cool one, and they, that was the night that they filmed it for educational purposes, and that will be in the recording forever, so that's really cool. <laughs> Too funny that it ended up, of all the nights that the recording was done. Too funny. Yeah. Okay, what else? What else have you witnessed or been a part of? Well, the Clue one was a big one, too. They didn't bring on the second table. Oh, yeah, and I yeah. Have, um, and I was downstairs for that one. I was just doing makeup. And actually, I missed a part of that and kind of saw the end of it, how they put it together. But they were brilliant um, how they how they did that. So that was kind of funny. And I think, in a way, you kind of need something to go wrong. And then it's like, okay, that's it. It's Okay, we've had our one thing. Now we can, we're good. So that was their one thing. That's a really good point because it kind of takes the steam out of the worry, right? Like, well, this big thing already happened, so yeah, whatever yeah. happens now is minor. Basically, yeah. I think every show you kind of need that. So <laughs> it does. It it's as an audience perspective, it's so cool to see how people react on the stage to it, and the reaction of the people backstage too and how everybody works together to kind of even though you know something's going down or sometimes you don't it, it you hear well for me hearing about it afterwards too like hearing about the clue table thing and how everybody kind of just rolled with it was wild and how you think that I'm not that good at thinking fast on my feet I can barely put this sentence out right now never mind <laughs> figuring that out it's just impressive. It's very impressive how quickly people can adapt. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, and they, yeah, they pulled it together. They, they really did. So. <laughs> so what's a show that you think you would want to be on stage for that you'd like to put the, uh, maybe, maybe a more main position on the stage? See, that's tough. Cause I would rather just, I don't know. I'd rather just kind of read the role and kind of take it as it comes. Like I, I'm not, I'm not someone who has like a dream role because oh. I just I'm not confident for that at this point. It's more like, it's more like I just feel like I'm gonna take it baby steps and see how far that takes me. I do enjoy acting the little bit that I have done, but I just get really bad. Like I get terrified sometimes. So sometimes like it's like I can almost blank out. I get so terrified. So. That's why I put myself in positions where, uh, you know, I'm not going to screw up, screw up the whole production for everybody else. Like, I'm, like, terrified of that. So, I, I don't know. It would be something that it could be maybe more comical. It'd be something more where, you know, I could have some lines, but I don't want it to be, like, I couldn't, you know, a huge monologue. I don't want, I have no desire to do something like that. Something more, even potentially more background, but still something that it's still feeding into the whole production. Yeah, that makes any sense. It you know? makes perfect sense. It was a wonderful way of, of wording that and, and knowing that about yourself. I love the baby steps thing. So many people, myself included, can kind of like dive into it. 
and maybe be overwhelmed and not do the best job. But well, if you you're did taking those part of me. Well, you did a great job. Oh, thank so. you. Sorry, that wasn't me fishing for compliments. Uh, you no, make, no, my no. Cheeks, make my cheeks red. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a lovely approach to take it and, and to know yourself that well and know that, you know, my comfort's not there yet. And so is it with the, the something more comical, there's a little less pressure? And I love comedy. Like, oh, okay. growing up, like, SCTV was, like, the main thing I would watch with my dad all the time. John Candy, you know, Eugene Levy, Martin Short. I mean, need I say more? Catherine O'Hara, Andrea Martin, uh, Jim... Like, I just keep going and going and going. Um, <laughs> but I just... I loved SCTV, and I've always loved comedy. And the small things that I've done have been comedy. You know, with, with everything I've done has had something comical about it. So I do, I would, I don't really want to do serious. I want to do something that's, that's just fun and that I can have fun with. And maybe in more improvising. I enjoy improvising. And I know that you technically can't do that. You have to put on the same show every night. But maybe improvising how you develop that and then doing that same show every night. Yeah. So, which I had had the chance when I did the audition with Trevor Morris, which was our first time doing a one act. Um, there was three one acts they did that season. That was our first time doing that. That, I really did get to improvise that one. I, I played a girl named Sarah, and she was in high school, and she was obsessed with this guy named Tommy, who was played by Chris French. And we had a great time, but I, I got to improvise, you know, like ripping open my shirt and jumping on Tommy. And I got really, really just over, it was, it was a little overdone, but it worked. And, and Trevor directed me so that it could work in every way. And, you know, I don't know, there's, there's a recording out there somewhere, but that was a really... A really fun show to, to do and we only got to do it for one night which kind of sucked because we, we worked so hard on that one that, so. yeah one night just wouldn't seem like enough yeah it wasn't enough and it was it was so fun it, it was basically you're auditioning for a show in high school and different characters some sang songs and some did this and then my storyline was me being obsessed with this guy and 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 him being gay but it was like a whole thing and it was it was so good that sounds like a lot of fun the one act, so I love the concept behind the one act in terms of like it's not quite as much of a commitment and there's a little more play there, a little more room for, um, lost my word. But anyway, so how about, how about with working backstage, be it wardrobe or uh, makeup or set, is there a show that you'd like to work on that you haven't had a chance to do so yet? I don't know, anything that would be really creative, like, for prop-wise, like, anything that I could really make some really cool, really cool props, like, something like an evil dead, something where you can kind of do that kind of thing, where, you know, you can have a little bit more freedom artistically, I don't know, something like that, but I, I as for a show that that would be, I'm not anybody that could tell, you know what I mean, I'm not, okay. I'm not like the Brent Wilson out there that could name a show like that. Fair enough, uh, I'm, fair enough, so... It's not necessarily, I thought maybe that was just for being on the stage, but I love that though, because that means that you're just kind of like, whatever comes, I'll take a look at it and see what happens instead of having these grand expectations. Okay, what about, uh, let's say, hypothetically, they were to do Evil Dead again. Is there a prop mm -hmm. that you didn't get to work on or that you would do differently? Mmm, that's a good question. That's a good one. Phew, okay. Oh, Oh, I like that one. Oh, well, I probably yeah, I probably would try to make a few more things from scratch. But I mean, I already, oh my God, 
I don't know, because I felt like I, I did really excel with that one. <laughs> I don't know if there would have been anything else I could have really done that I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought we did pretty good. thought we... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I could tell you another show I would do better on, yes, but I please. probably would do it again. <laughs> okay. The Umbrellas from Wiz, from Wizards. Oh, you know, the umbrellas. okay. Uh, that's a nightmare. And um, <laughs> I, you don't want to know how many cans of spray paint was on those and how much glue and how, much how many times I burned my fingers and the hours and hours and days and days and my living room turning into literally like an umbrella heaven. And it was just, it was a nightmare. Um, I would probably not glue artificial flowers to umbrellas. I would paint them. But even then, painting umbrellas, because of the material, it doesn't really hold. So even that's a little trickier, but probably would have done some kind of like a spray-painted graffiti-almost-like version of flowers on, on those umbrellas. And that would have only maybe taken, you know, two days of work versus the, you know, amount of time that I spent on these horrible umbrellas. And then all the maintenance of the umbrellas every night. And after every show, I had to, like, repair four or five. And by the end of the show, a bunch of them were broken. It was a nightmare. So that is one I would totally do differently. So. Uh, <laughs> hot glue is a nightmare. Like, yeah. oh, that yeah. burning is, if you've ever, anyone who's listening and has burned themselves with a hot glue gun is immediately going, like, yeah, I know exactly what, what you're talking about. So that one, that is one I would probably redo again for sure. But I do love Wizard of Oz. I grew up watching Wizard of Oz, like from four years old on. So that one was fun because I did get to create some really cool props for that. I got to spray paint one of the ruby slippers, a couple of the ruby slippers, and I really enjoyed doing that. So that was a fun one because, like, you know, I, I I knew everything about the show and what to expect and what scene was what. So I knew where everything needed to be. So that, yeah, and doing that chair like we spoke about. So, and and just. Yeah, that was a fun one to do, which is all the cool props that we had. So there is, I don't know, I have to think, like, what other shows that would be really cool that Theater Saturday could do that would be colorful and magical, like, like that kind of thing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I know it's easy for me to put you on the spot, but if the table was turned, I would, I would just stare at you blankly. Um, you said one of the shoes or a couple of the, the ruby slip, was there more than, more than? There was more, and I, there was one that we had. A set that we had put on the noodle, like the noodle legs with the, you know, the oh, spikes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that, you know, when the house drops on, on, on her. Um, and then for her it, herself. But I, I didn't do that costumes. I think that was te uh, Carissa and her mom. I didn't get involved in that. I just helped with that part. Okay. But they did incredible work on, on those costumes. So much detail, so much sewing. Like that was, an, that was an unbelievable the amount of time that they put on that. As you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're a force, those two. Well, I think maybe this is probably a good time, because I'm getting nervous about my computer and the spontaneous combustion that could transpire. I usually yeah. like to have a spot close to the end of the show where uh, it can be a soapbox moment, or you can talk about a side hustle, or a charity that you're involved in or anything at all, anything that's close to your heart. Um, or we can nerd out about like Disney movies or whatever. We can talk about anything. Well, tell me about your cat. Like I've met your cat <laughs> before. And, uh, this is not supposed to be about me. Uh, <laughs> you tell me about your cats. That's more fun. Uh, 
I I can show you real briefly. Yes, please. Okay. So this is my kitten Moki. <gasps> Hello, kitty. Oh, what a beautiful coloring. That's a tortoise. Tortoise. Is that the right? Tortoise. 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 I have my diluted. He's the sassy biatch. They're both being and, perfect uh, little angels right now, sleeping on the end of the bed there, or whatever. Is it, is it a bed? Yeah, end of the bed, yep. So, in, okay, uh, one's a tortoise, torty, and then the other one is like a gray torty? Yep, diluted. They call them diluted. Oh, that's mean. They're both beautiful. <laughs> so, do which one is bonded more to you than the other? The, well, Kiki, I've had the longest. Um, but they're both bonded to me. But the yeah. kitten's needy right now. She's all about me. Mm -hmm. um, wants to be around, follows me everywhere. And then I have a third kitty. Her name is Sweet Pea, and she's downstairs. And she's just a gray British short hair, beautiful, big kitty cat. Aww. I love beating other people's cats. <laughs> <laughs> so th three ca three cats and a kitten? Is that? two? No, two cats and a kitten. Oh, okay. So was that the plan, to have three? No. Not at all. <laughs> no, one, one I inherited during COVID. My mom's best friend, Christine, died suddenly oh, uh, of sorry. cancer. And uh, so that, I'd inherited her kitty cat. She didn't have anybody else to take her in. And then um, Smokey, Moki, sometimes call her Smokey, Moki, uh, I came to my door a couple weeks ago. My neighbor was not able to take care of her. And I have a big heart, and I felt bad, and I said, I'll take her. So that's how I ended up with three cats. Yeah, yeah. I At any moment, I know we could get another cat. Like we say, we're not going to get another cat. But I, yeah, it would just, I probably couldn't say no. Yeah. Which is why people come to me, probably same to you, because they know <laughs> you're going to take the cat. Well, this is it. Like, if anybody came now, it, 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 I, it would have to, there'd have to be some very special circumstances because it's a no. Like, I'm tapped out now. I'm done. <laughs> That's right. We'll, add, we'll make sure that this airs in the episode. So if anybody's, yeah. you know, thinking about bringing you another cat, hey, it's not going to happen. Oh, trust me, some, some people have tried, and I, I've had to turn them away. <laughs> and that's a horrible feeling. It's like, don't ask me twice because I might say, might say yes the second time. I remember there was a, a, a like a cat uh, conference or expedition or whatever at DeGroote's. It was like, like this cat themed thing. Everybody had cat wares and there was a table and they were taking donations for a cat that they were trying to get him a new wheelchair. Yeah. And I was Aww. like emptying out my purse and I was like, if you need someone to care for this cat, like, where do you need my phone number? Like, what do you need from me? I was ready to get in the person's vehicle and go directly to this cat. And my poor husband is like, I don't think we uh, have the capacity for a special needs uh, wheelchair kitty. But at any oh. moment, how could you say no to wheelchair kitty? You can't. You absolutely cannot. It's like you put a Sarah McLaughlin song on the background. <laughs> you're done, man. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's exactly it. Like it, that song immediately oh, came into my head. But the person at the table was like, no, ma'am, no, you can't have Wheelchair Kitty. We're just putting money together for him. Like, no, 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 no. I would like to have Wheelchair Kitty, please. I would love him and care for him. 
Well, start a really cool Instagram page, and next thing you know, you're doing well, you know? <laughs> there we go, yeah. can turn that around. Because um, yep. that, was, that was fun. We can talk about cats anytime. Now that we're best friends, after all. <laughs> you have three, too, right? You have yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. Same deal. We, we, um, we got the first guy, and we wanted to get him a buddy. And Aww. we went and met the twins. And they were cute and everything. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. We can't have, like, we can't have that many cats. And I turned around and my husband was signing the paperwork. Like, he had, <laughs> he had made an executive decision. And I'm sure glad that he did. So. Well, you're, you're with the right, the right person. So you, you keep him. He's a keeper. <laughs> he is. He is. It's so funny because uh, his family thinks that I've, like, changed him into this cat person he was a dog person before but he, he's just naturally come into it he's a cat dad right down to his core so Aww. i didn't have to do much to bring that to the surface so okay well uh thank you for letting me nerd out about my cats for a minute and uh, it was nice just to sit and chat with you for a little while you too, Dallas. This was lovely. I I hope I didn't rant too much. But you were perfect. It. You were perfect. You have nothing to worry about. It was me that was rambling. But yeah, okay. Enjoy your right. Easter Monday. Hopefully I'll see you again soon. You will. You too. You too. Have a good one. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, kids. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.